0: if you are not black you cannot use the word nigger. period all right <laughs> i'm gonna give y'all this little intro shooting the shit with a southern negro shooting the shit with a southern negro yeah shooting the shit with a southern negro shooting the shit with a southern Negro. <laughs> All right, y'all. Welcome to the very first episode of shooting the shit with a southern Negro. Um, it's been a long time coming, you know. I, I got a podcast. I'm doing a podcast. I can't really say if I got a podcast. I feel like you got to have some level of success in order to have a podcast. Um, Or in order for you to say, oh, I got a podcast. You know, everybody got podcasts. Is it successful? I mean, what is success? But, anyways, I say all that to say, I got a podcast, y'all. I got a podcast. Um, And for those of you who can see the video versus actually hearing the audio, I have on a, what's this? A cheetah print. Sweater that I got from Forever 21 like two, three years ago. Don't judge me for having on this sweater. I already know it's 80 fucking degrees outside and I just threw this on because I know I needed to record this video and I'm at my own house, so bitch, you can't judge me. But anyways, yes, welcome to the very first episode of Shooting the Shit with a Southern Negro. I have my drink here as I talk to you all for a little bit today. Today's drink is brought to you by Jägermeister and all of those great things. First off, if y'all don't know about Jägermeister, get on it, please. If you're looking for a liqueur, um, a beverage that has alcohol content in it that is not going to leave you feeling like a ton of bricks the next day, if you don't want to feel like an animal crawled inside your body and died, if you don't want to feel like you got hit by two buses and a freight train at the same time, I strongly encourage you to drink some Jägermeister, okay? Because that is what I will be sipping on throughout this show all right so let's get into it first episode shooting the shit with the southern negro what the fuck are we getting ready to talk about um y'all are probably wondering where i Ooh, bitch it's a little hot maybe this sweater was not a good idea but <laughs> anyways um y'all are probably wondering what is this podcast about what is this show about um what do, am i going to be talking about why why you decide to use negro as your name oh my gosh that sounds so terrible um, to some of y'all it might, but let's get into it. So first off, what you're going to get on this show is everything that shooting the shit is you, when you're shooting the shit, what, what that mean? You sitting around talking shit or, you know, just talking about what's happening in the world, what's happening in your life and all of those things. And as a Southern man, a black Southern man, one of my favorite pastimes is to sit on the front porch, preferably the front porch. Cause I like the people watch and see what the fuck is going on. Sit on the front porch or the back porch, have a little drink or two, and talk shit. That's what it's all about, and it's the summertime, so it's my favorite time to do that. Baby, this liquor is giving me indigestion already. But anyway, so that's one of my favorite things to do. So that's what we're going to be doing on this show. We're going to pretend like we're on the back porch, the front porch. It feels good outside. We got a few drinks. We're kicking it with our folks. And we're going to talk the shit. We're going to shoot the shit. There will be guests on this show. This is just my pilot episode. So look out for the guests. They will be coming. We will be having candid conversations. And there will be options for you all to participate in those candid conversations as well. Why did you decide to say Southern Negro? What is the importance of the word Negro? So, for those of you who don't know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us do, historically, Negro was used as a way to describe anybody who is sub Saharan African. You want my translation for that? Slaves. That's what it is. And so, Negro is not just something that is used in American language. There are different renditions of Negro in different languages. So for example, in Spanish, you know, you have negro, which means black. <laughs> I remember in Spanish one class, this was years ago when I was in like eighth grade. <laughs> we were learning our colors. And all the black people at you know, we didn't know no better. Negro, black, uh uh-uh, uh, y'all trying to call us niggas. Baby, my Spanish teacher turned bright red in the face mind you she was a afro latino woman um uh, but she had red undertones baby she turned bright in the face she was like no that's not what that means but to some certain extent that is where the essence of how negro came about and how to identify it with black people is through language now how it was manifested through that language is probably a totally different thing but we cannot say that The reference to Negro or even nigger, if you will, is not stemmed from those versions of black. And it's not just Spanish. French has a version of, I think it's Negres, I can't remember. Um, But needless to say, there are many different versions of that word in different languages that translate to either black, dark, all of those things. Um, And it could be how you refer to black people is probably, is not probably, is different from culture to culture and all of those things, all of those things. But let's get back into Negro as it relates to black people in America per. Okay, so um, in the 1960s and 70s, actually black people were referred to as Negro up until the 60s. So from the time we got off the boat we got here, it was nigger, Negro, all of those things um, that we were referred to. So Negro was actually the term that, like I said, was how black people, we identified our race, how mm, yeah, black people, because then we have how we've learned through slavery. So Negro is how we identified, It's how white people identified us, is how the world identified us, is Negro well, speaking from American perspective. So let me take that back a little bit. But Negro is how we were identified. And it wasn't until the sixties and the seventies where, you know, black folks had this revolution. Well, we've had many revolutions throughout the fucking centuries. Uh, but when we've had, you know, this aha moments, like, no bitch, I don't want to be referred to as a Negro. And we can thank a lot of that uh, to Stokely Carmichael as well. Um, but that is when the term changed to African-American. Now, if you like being referred to as African-American, that's perfectly fine. That is not my term of choice, but my term that I prefer is black, but I also like Negro. And I had this conversation with one of my best friends and we talked about it and I actually like Negro. It sounds to me it's I'm reclaiming it. You know, that generation of our grandparents and our ancestors and our elders, they fought so hard for us. Uh, and my generation today they fought for a lot of our liberties and freedoms that we enjoy today um, and even though they might not have want to use the word negro especially since that revolution in the 60s and the 70s where it changed to african-american i think that there's some power in that there's some power in in using the word negro for me and i could be speaking out of privilege which is very much so plausible i could be speaking out of privilege and all of those things but something about reclaiming it especially in what we've been experiencing in the past few years uh, as black people so that is why i decided to name my show shooting the shit with the southern negro if you don't like it i don't really give a fuck the police coming straight Let's get into some shooting the shit topics, okay? We have some topics that we're going to be talking about, okay, and what we're going to be covering because this is shooting the shit. And I like to start with things that are, some of these things that I'm going to be talking about are a little bit more recent. Some of them happened a few weeks ago, but I think still think that they're relevant to talk about. And one of the things that I think is important to talk about is the murdering of black bodies by police officers It's so frustrating and it's so tiring to constantly have to turn on or get on social media and see that there's been another black body murdered. In the past month and a half, you all, I think we have been bombarded with information, news of black people dying at the hands of the police. First off let's jump into the George Floyd case with Derek Chauvin. Finally, finally, America has gotten it somewhat right. Finally, America has gotten it somewhat right. You have finally found at fault, as it should have always been, the cop who murdered a black body, a black life, is gone. And we have to look at it through the lens of America's oldest baby, which is racism. America's oldest baby is racism. And for those of you who don't know. The police system in America is founded off of capturing runaway slaves. So that should tell you a lot about our police system in general. A lot of people can holler, it's been reformed, it's this, this, it protects the neighborhood. But how is it protecting folks when every time I'm turning on social media, I see a nigga dying? How is that? Why is that? And so my thoughts on the Derek Chauvin case is, I'm so glad that that motherfucker was was found guilty. First off, America, you got it right. The question is, is what is that gonna look like for other black bodies who are continuously being murdered by police officers? And not just white police officers, let's make that very clear. It's overwhelmingly a lot of murders that happen by at the hands of white cops, but it's crazy, it's ridiculous. And so what does that now look like for our future? What does that look like for other cops who are murdering black folks? What does that look like? And I'm going to be quite honest with y'all, I don't think that shit is going to change too much. I feel like Derek Chauvin was, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, I don't give a fuck, quite frankly, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly or not, but yes, the white cop who killed George Floyd. What I think that it did was say, hey, we are going to put this, uh, label him as guilty or find him guilty, and Every just to set the record, just to uh, make an example. But is it really going to go anywhere? Unfortunately, there are going to be more black people who die by the hands of white cops and cops in general in America. It's just going to happen. We saw it after George Floyd. George George Floyd, excuse me. While his trial was going on, there was another young man who was murdered, and his name escapes me right now. And I should be able to say his name, and I can't because there's so many names that you have to remember but I want to honor him, but he was murdered by a police officer. As the George Floyd case is going on, these are the things that I'm talking about. We keep recycling and seeing the same trauma over and over and over again. When is this shit going to stop? Not to mention the black man who was murdered in DeKalb County in Atlanta a few weeks ago. Not to mention the young man who was murdered in Elizabeth City in my home state of North Carolina about two weeks ago. It's still happening and it's happening to the point where black people are becoming desensitized to it. And I think that's problematic. We should not become desensitized to our own trauma, but that's what happens when you turn on social media and all you see is another black man is being killed. That's what happens. That's what happens. And also, too, when we're talking about black bodies being murdered by the hands of police officers, we cannot forget baby girl. We can't forget baby girl. So, Makaya Bryant, that was a teenage young lady, 15, foster home. Um, I believe she, had, she was in a foster home at the, at, at the time, called the police because she was being jumped or about to be jumped by four older women, as the story goes, as what the reports say. She calls the police. Now that is a video that I watched because I wanted to see how that was going to play out, especially by this being a minor, a 15-year-old who actually called the police. And I watched that video three times because I really needed to understand how and why the officer fucking shot her four fucking times. Granted, she was ch- in, in the video. You see the body cam. She's chasing the whoever, I guess, whoever tried to her. She chased her with a knife. You see her chasing him with a knife. The cop just got there. Pow, 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 pow. Shot that baby four times. And then you have black people on the Internet defending it. That's the thing. The, and that's a lot of the issue. Those are a lot of the issues that I'm finding with these these black people who are being murdered by cops is that you have not only white people out there justifying or other people of different cultures different races justifying it but your nigga ass is justifying it as well no you cannot do that that is not okay that is not okay on so many levels because it just goes to show how much you have been ingrained in this system for you for you for your thoughts to move that way and i've had conversations with various black people about it but there was no reason that that baby should have been shot four times. There was no reason for her, that baby to be shot four times at fucking all. And it just, it, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Uh, but what is the solution? I don't know what the solution is because at this point, I'm desensitized as well. And I think part of the, the issue is, is that black people in this day and age, Black people, millennials, and all of those things, we feel as if we have become established to a certain extent where we know how to play the game and that's problematic in and of itself. Um, I shouldn't have to be cautious or be extra vigilant about certain things simply because I'm black and I don't want to have an altercation with the police. I should not be criticized for exercising my rights or doing what I... Deem is necessary for me as a free citizen against law enforcement and then if something negative happens because of that I'm oh well you should have known better that's the issue we got to stop telling black people you got to be smarter in this you can't do this you can't do that this is your fault no at the end of the day what I would like to change or would like to happen change whatever however you want to call it however you want to say it Is for me to be able to be as free as I need to be without the possibility of me dying at the hands of law enforcement. We got to do fucking better, y'all. And black people, we have to do better with our arguments and how we are justifying this shit. I'm tired of working twice as hard or being extra vigilant vigilant so I don't fucking die. Or experience some other hardship that is going to be compounded upon all the other stresses that I have, including me being black. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Uh, but that's police brutality. There's going to be plenty of times that we talk about that again, unfortunately. But that's just kind of what's happening. I, I Overall, going back to the Derek Sharvin case, I think that it, it's, it's not enough. That's going to be the one case that we finally see justice was served, yet the hundreds of other black people have died by the hands of law enforcement. I feel like it's just going to go back to the way it, the way it is america's good for doing that america's great for doing one thing and saying oh see we've done a good job we've changed the trajectory we did we we we've progressed but then it goes back to the same shit kind of like this current administration but we'll get into that later that's a whole nother conversation that we're gonna have bombing a selfie that is so early 2014, you st- All right, on a lighter subject, you know it wouldn't be shooting the shit if we didn't talk about a little bit of pop culture. This drink is really not all that good. But yeah, we're gonna talk about a little bit of pop culture now. So, y'all, your girl Nicki Minaj re-released her first album last Friday. Now I have some things to say about Miss Nicki Minaj. And I really don't care about what the barbs have to say and all of those things. Y'all can kiss my ass. Because I'm going to keep it real. And I'm going to talk shit if I need to anyway. I'm going to do that anyway because that's how I am. Okay. But let's talk about the photo that she released last week. The fo- Well, leading up to that Friday. She was cute. I'm going to give her her props. Very cute. Uh. I her toes is pretty as fuck she got some pretty ass toes okay I know that might be a little weird for y'all but Nicki Minaj she got some pretty toes I liked the picture also at the same token it looked a, a little bit of early 2000s for me like come on now where's your growth where is it um I would have liked to seen something a little bit more mature but all in all, she she did look good. Not gonna lie to you, she looked good. And I also want to give Nicki Minaj her props. I mean, she is an excellent rapper. She's one of the greatest rappers, female rappers, particularly of our generation, um, or multiple generations. You know, and I think it's, it we have to give women rappers their props all the time because one, they are carrying the scene right now. Women rappers are carrying the scene. And a lot of that is old to, well, not old to, but Nicki Minaj, as well as Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim, all of them helped create a pathway and a way into the industry for these younger uh, generation women rappers. They did. However, Nicki, you did all this just to re-release your first album? Come on, baby. It's only 12 years old. To me, in the music industry, that's infancy. It's not even old enough to be sampled, in my opinion. Like what? Like, I'm thinking that it's going to be some new type of fucking project. It's not no new project. You just re-released your first album. It's only 12 years old. I was still in college. I haven't been out of college that long. But you got us all excited to re-release your first album. Now, of course, I know you diehard Nicki fans are going to have some shit to say. Bitch, nobody care. It was great for y'all. Awesome. Cool. Great. You got to relive your life in 2008. Kudos to you, you walking fucking time machine. But for some of us, too, I was hoping that it was going to be a new project. I was excited for her. To release a new project, because I'm gonna be honest with you, the projects that she's been releasing before have not been good to me at all. At all. And I don't know if it's ego that has gotten in her way. Um, I don't know what it is, but Nikki fell off. She she fell off. Her her music delivery fell off. It got boring. It got tired. It got boring. It got tired. And you know, I just I just really wasn't here for it. Um, what's that song, dog, that I do like by her? What's that verse? It's with Lil Wayne Quiet, dog, my phone changed up. I'm icing on my Bobby chains up. And when I come, get your change cup. You bum bitches never changed up. Uh 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 Alright, so yeah, I like that song back in the day. What was that? What was like 2018, 2017. And it's just like she just dropped two songs. Like it wasn't even a whole album, was it? I don't know. I don't really keep up with Nikki like that. But when I do keep up with her, it's like, come on. Give us something. Give us what the people want. Um, Give give people what they want to hear. Um, And I just think that a re-release of her new album, it was just it was just a little basic to me. You gave the girl something to bop to for about a week and a half. You did. It it was cute. But you're like, what was the point? What was the point? What was the point? So I don't know, maybe it's motherdom. Maybe she's and, and that's the thing. She's a mother now she it has led the way for a lot of rappers and so what are you giving us next nikki what is it i just feel like she's always whining about something or crying about something or this and that blah 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 blah. like girl let the ego go and give us some good shit like have fun she just seems a little miserable i'm not gonna lie to y'all she seems a little miserable but all in all, I would like to say I give props and props to do. Nikki is one of the greatest rappers to do it. Um, her she, she changed the dynamic of rap, especially for women um, in the early 2000s. Well, mid 2000s coming into 2010s, you know, but it's just not there no more. She is a retired middle aged rapper. That's. What she is now. She's a retired middle-aged rapper. I actually don't foresee any type of comeback for Nikki at all. I don't. Um, and if y'all do, change my mind. What's the trajectory? And if actually have something that's gonna be critical or critically thought about before you say some shit, because I know how the barbs are, they are very vicious and really don't be vicious and don't be talking about shit. Like. You're a fan hiding behind a picture of Nikki, and you probably somewhere living on somebody's couch right now, talking shit. No shade to people living on your couch. Get it how you live it. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? All right. So our next topic on the show is Miss Portia. From the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, a lot of y'all had some shit to say about Portia. Now, I am not an avid watcher of Housewives. I'm not. But I've watched enough of Housewives to know. I don't see nothing wrong with what Portia did. I don't. First off, she said Fallon was her friend. That's first of all secondly we don't know what type of conversations what type of understandings what type of establishments were held between these parties in between and not filming and filming and all of those things we don't know that we don't know that and y'all out here judging especially folks who ain't got no man (laughs) especially folks who ain't got no man have been really out here calling miss portia out and y'all got to stop doing that shit I just feel like what she had was understood. She has the rock on her finger. She has the rock on her finger, which means it was probably happening. The conversations about dating was probably happening way before January, maybe before January. I just I just don't see what she did was was wrong. Like, what type of code are y'all like going with? Like, what type of code is it? You know, um. And I feel like a lot of times when it comes to relationships, there's always this type of code this thing but i if, if I feel like if y'all if the relationship is over, that person is for free game essentially now, depending on the relationship that you have, which are you know whoever it is, like for example, if my best friend breaks up with his boyfriend, I'm probably not gonna start talking to my best friend's boyfriend. Because that's that's just weird, you know? And it's, it, it, it creates a weird dynamic. And it's like, all of these people out here, yet yeah, you had to choose him, you know? Like, I feel like when it comes to situations like that, yes. But apparently there was no actual loyalty between Portia and this girl, Fallon. I don't even think, and I'm not an avid watcher of Housewives, but I don't think I ever recall seeing Fallon on any episode that I watched. And so I say with that, Portia, do, do do you, do you, Portia? Because these basic bitter bitches out here who judging you, either ain't got no nigga, or they don't know what they nigga doing on the side. So yeah, do you? It's hot girl summer. Well, it's not about to be hot girl summer because you got a rock. So you' about to be tied down. Um, like I said, yeah, baby, do you? I don't see anything that what she did was wrong. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. All right, to the mains, the meats and potatoes of today's show or episode, either or. If you are not black, you cannot, you will not, you must not use the word nigga. Now, I done said nigger a few times already on this show, but y'all can't say the word nigger at all, at all. Oh, well, if I can't say it, black people shouldn't say it either because it's a bad term. You don't get to make that decision. okay? what? You're going to tell me that I shouldn't use a word that was used to demean me and when it's reclaimed, if I'm using it as a, a term of reclamation within my community. What in the caucasity is that? Let's stop. You cannot tell black people that they should not be mad at someone who is non-black for using the word nigger because they are using it, if they are using it. No, bitch, I can be mad. I can't be mad as hell. That word was used, and we're talking about nigger, not negro, for some of y'all come at me because I talked about how I um, named my show Shooting Shit with the Southern Negro. But let's talk about that. You can't. You that is so. That is literally you in your privilege right there, and whatever privilege you have. And I'm I've more so heard white people say this. Let's keep it funky than any other race or people of color, if you will. But I've heard a white person say that before, and I looked at them like, "What? Well, you know, black people." don't want white people saying it. they shouldn't say it either and i've heard black people say that shit too that's y'all argument too and y'all fucked up for that as well y'all all gonna get it okay you can't tell me i can't use that word now black person if you choose to not use that word that's perfectly fine don't use that word that's your choice but you're not about to tell me not to use the word nigga because i'm saying the nigga word word nigga all the time nigga, nigga 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 it's one of my favorite words to say i've been saying it since i was a kid okay and it's probably going to be in my vocabulary to the day i die nigga you say something stupid nigga you do something stupid nigga nigga what the fuck wrong with you nigga i'm gonna say the word nigga okay but it you you just can't tell someone who is who has been oppressed by that word when or how they can use the word that was used to oppress them and we talk about that all the time there are so many different um ways and culture in which we've reclaimed words we can look at in different if we look at uh if we look at women they use the word bitch all the time now bitch is often historically used as toxically masculine to demean women to call them bitches you know sluts hoes all of these things and even those two words sluts hoes bitches these things have been reclaimed look at amber um what's that amber rose and ain't the, ain't the yeah amber rose her slut walk i think that's amazing it's a, a reclamation of something that has been used to oppress the group of people so if i decide to use the word nigga as a term in endearment to black people or not if I just want to say the word nigga, that is my right to reclaim what was used to oppress my people, okay? It is not your space, non black people, to use it. This is not a word for you to use. I remember this was maybe like a year ago. And I was leaving the movie theater. I always do like a um treat myself day where once I get paid, I go back or I go to the movies and I just treat myself. And so I was leaving the movie theater, someone I knew from high school who happens to be white messaged me and was like, Hey Will, I'm kind of getting into an argument with someone who is Latino and I'm telling them why they should not be using the word nigga. Uh they are using it on their Facebook page. They're friends with my husband and I, they're basically telling me that I'm a white woman. I can't be telling them nothing. So now, by nature, I'm an educator. I like to, you know, just going, hey, you, you can't be doing this. Here's why. Now, mind you, black people, we should not be responsible for the education of other folks. It is not our job to to educate or to help people see our oppression. It's not our job. You know, There's, you already know it. You see it there's no way around it you've seen it for centuries so you know what's up you know deep down you are not supposed to be using that word and i'm about tired of black people who have friends who are not black and allow their friends to use the word nigger. if you let them use nigger, something is wrong with you yes something is wrong with you okay i don't even know what the slurs are for other cultures because i don't give a fuck because it's not my job to use those slurs so but anyway. I messaged the guy on Facebook and I'm like, yo, dog is not cool. You don't know what this motherfucker said to me. <laughs> We're literally going back and forth. I really don't remember the, the full extent of the, the conversation. See, I normally try to start these conversations off being calm, cool, and collected, but then n- niggas like to try me. Niggas like to try me. And I had to fucking cuss his ass out. So, what got me though, y'all, was when he said, What other word am I supposed to say instead of nigga? Nothing else sounds cool. I literally dropped my phone in the car and I said, what the fuck? So once again, here is a a prime example of how everybody wants to be black until it's actually time to be black. Y'all are out here using the word nigga because you think it sounds cool. Non-black people are out here using the word nigga because they think the word sounds cool. Don't give me that bullshit about why they're doing it. It is not because other black people are saying it. Not at all. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. That is not a, actually illogical. Ain't no monkey see, monkey do type shit around here. Bitch, just don't say it. I could be, you could be white, Hispanic, Asian. If I say nigga around you 10 times in a day, if I call you a nigga, you better not use that word. It, It just sits differently. I remember I was in high school. And I don't think I had directly heard a white person use the word nigga. At that time. So we were in theater. It was just me and this girl named Tracy. And we were just shooting the shit in the theater, ha <laughs> ha we supposed to be working on some play, but weren't working on it. We were just sitting there shooting the shit, and we heard old buddy say, "Yeah, that nigga." me and Tracy stopped. We looked. I said, "No, he didn't say that. He didn't. He said it again three seconds later, we said, "What the fuck? Why are you using that word?" So, his justification, of course, he was a white boy who hung around some black folks at the school. Um, And so he felt at liberty to use that word message. I don't care how many black friends you have. I don't care. I don't care if they say you can use the word nigga while you around them. Don't you use that fucking word. Out of respect, like really, out of respect. I don't care if you are non-white and your ancestors didn't oppress us. I don't care if you are white and you say, and I've heard this before too, well, I, my parents aren't the ones who have slaves. We didn't do that. That was, I don't give a fuck. Whiteness is still around here oppressing people, specifically black people. It is not okay to use the word nigger, okay? nigger, nigger, whatever version of it have you. I'm skeptical about you even using the word nigger. Let me fix my little hair right here, a little piece, boom. All right, it's a little even now. But yeah, you cannot use the word nigga. Now, like I said, there are especially a lot of older folks um, or people who are around that generation in the 1960s and 1970s where they were like, yeah, please, let's, I want to be referred to as African-American. You know I mean? You shouldn't be referred to yourself as nigga. Like, I get it. I totally get why people, black people specifically, don't like using the word nigger or nigger. Now, I totally get older black folks who or black people in general who don't like using the word nigga. If that is a word that you don't like because that is a way for you to escape the connotation of of slavery which is kind of hard to do because we still living in modern day slavery it's just systematic and covered up but we'll talk about that later um but if that's not your turn because you don't want any remembrance and reminder of what the negro was referred to who the negro was to white america to white people which consequently trickles down to other cultures as well because they t- have the same views of black people as well yes they do but anyways like if you are black and you don't like using that word that's perfectly fine. I understand why you don't want to use that word, but also in the same token, I'm gonna let you know why I like using that word. So I won't use it around you. I will have respect, but if I slip up and say, nigga, I'm not gonna keep apologizing because I, that I am, okay? Um, You might wanna step out into another room or whatnot or what have you, Um, but I'm gonna use that word. And I, like I said, I'm gonna use it and it is not, don't let me hear anybody who is not black in my presence use that word if you black and that's your friend i'm gonna check you and them okay it is not okay that's just like the f word when it comes to the the gay community i'm not a fan of the word faggot at all not a fan of it but there are guys in the community who use that word you know um i'm not particularly here for it but i'm not about to say oh don't use that word around me just it's they have reclaimed that word. That's also my example. If somebody who does not belong in the community, you can't use that word, that word was not used to oppress you. So rule of thumb here, and this is my rule of thumb, and I think everybody should live by this rule of thumb. If you are a part of oppressed group and you reclaim a word that was used to oppress you, go for it. If you are a part of an oppressed group. And you don't want to use a word that was used to oppress you, go for it. If you are a person who does not belong to a press group, an oppressed group, and you want to use a word that is used to oppress them, bitch, don't use it. Ever. At the end of the day, you won't be calling me a nigga if you're not black. You won't be saying that word around me. I had I used to work at this place in Buckhead. I'm I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. So I used to work in this place in Buckhead. I'm going to let that place um, remain quiet or remain um, a secret rather. Um, but there were these two white girls who worked there and they just thought they were, well, actually one wasn't white. She was of another ethnicity, but she was highly white passing. Um, and they used to use the word nigga all the time. And I would. And at that point, I would criticize myself for not acting in the moment. This was like four or five years ago because I did not know how to approach the situation. I don't think I had ever heard white people or non-black people use the word nigga out of a term of endearment without them talking to or being included in a group of black people. Just willy nilly nigga, nigga. It was so appalling. And I was like, hey, baby, y'all can't use that word. Y'all can't use that word. Um, And so white people or any other person who feels as if they're entitled to use the word nigga, when someone says you shouldn't use it. If you decide to use the word nigga and you are non black, you are racist or exhibit some level of racism. Because you are using and appropriating a word that was used to oppress other people, which is essentially oppressing them still, because we still are fighting for systematic freedom. Okay? So more of the story is, if you ain't black, don't use the word nigga all right y'all so that was the first episode of shooting the shit with the southern negro i'll be with you all next week also if you would like i'm going to do like a little shooting the shit column so ask a southern negro if you need some advice if you want to ask me a question if you want to engage in the conversation please shoot an email to southern negro at gmail.com that's s-o-u-t-h-e-r-n-n-e-g-r-o at gmail.com holla at y'all y'all be safe y'all be wonderful y'all be blessed I'm out